Welcome to Making the Metaverse, your weekly dose into the exciting world of Web3. In this video, we're going to be breaking down how you can build NFT campaigns, how you can nurture communities. And so stay to the end where we're going to be giving you some top um, five top tips that you can take away implementing your campaigns. Me and you, James, obviously, we spend hours talking about NFT campaigns. Um, you know, we're kind of like a bickering married couple at time, bickering away of, of NFTs. What do you think is the key thing to think about when you're starting an NFT campaign? What's, what do you think is the point of running it? Why should people care about it? That's a good question, Max. I think that NFT campaigns are revolutionary, but also not. I think a, a normal NFT campaign can take place in an existing demand generation campaign. But I think the, the, the valuable thing about NFTs is that it provides a way to exchange value through digital mediums. It allows you to give your audience a piece of your brand, an equitable stake of your or kind of what you're delivering in a way which you haven't been done before. And I think a great way of summarizing the kind of value of NFTs is they are almost part fan token, part shareholder agreement. And I think that's a really nice kind of analogy of, of what NFTs are going to give to, to, to all of us, particularly in B2B. And I think to answer your question, an NFT will just be another part of the campaign you run. You know, in the past, you give someone a free access or you give them a white paper or you give them some kind of hamper or a gift. Now you'll give them an NFT, which has a whole basket case of experiences and valuable assets, both digital and real life, which your customers and potential clients and fans want to get hold of. So that's yeah. kind of my, uh, yeah. my summary. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good, good summary. I like to look at NFTs, first of all, like actually looking at the music industry. I think a lot of people have got carried away with the art world and I think the, the art in NFTs is good, but I think it's actually, in my honest opinion, a lot of it is a, is a lot of a bubble. I actually think mm -hmm. the music industry is a better place to look at where you can get real life examples of how valuable the NFT uh, NFTs can be. So for those who are new to the concept of how this works with music, I'll kind of break, break it down for you. Please the, um, you know, obviously back in the day, if let's say you were a band, James, you know, when you were younger, you were in a band, mm -hmm. um, called Sleep Record, obviously like alternative. Well, you were, we're both, we're both yeah. yeah, Max was very under the bus. Were, yeah. Yeah. But it was what, a joint project. Yeah. If you look up Sleep Record, Max is involved yeah, as yeah. well. So yeah. So if you look at the, the music industry and obviously, you know, going back to our days in, in Sleep Record. Yeah you can see that uh, how bands used to operate is that they would um, obviously start making music, they'll then go to gigs, they'll go to like bars or they would go to uh, pubs and they'll yeah. you know, go they'll go gigging, trying to get, get yeah, awareness. Yeah. And then they would obviously look for a record deal, a record label would come and say, look, we like your band, you know, we're gonna give you $2 million and we're gonna sign you. Maybe they take like 50% or whatever the whatever the thing is. Unfortunately, Sleep Record never got signed. So no. that's, that's, uh, <laughs> wasn't our, uh, didn't work out for us there. No. But for many bands, that's the route they go. But now we're in a different world. And if you look at like bands, they're, they're actually getting big now on like TikTok and YouTube. Like their followings are happening on social media. The longer are they going to building up communities for actually gigging? It's like, I'm yeah. on TikTok, I'm on YouTube. I've got a million followers on Instagram. They've already built up a community by the time they're mm -hmm. ready to go to, um, to launch. So rather than going to a record label now, what musicians are looking to do is actually release, release NFTs. So it'd be like, okay, I've got a million followers. I'm gonna release 
5,000 NFTs to my followers. And these NFTs represent um, um, actually uh, like royalties on my first album. So you buy it for 200 pounds. Yeah. And then from that, you're going to get a stake in my, my first album. And if it does well, then you're obviously going to get, you, you're going to get royalties. And maybe you give away like 20, 30% of your album. And actually your fans are the, are the early investors. And it um, creates that community and network effect. Because like imagine Justin Bieber, when he first came out, if someone saw Justin and he said, look, rather than get, Sign with this record label, I'm going to release NFTs. You buy it, and you got that first, um, you know, the first Justin Bieber NFT. It's worth a lot of money, like on the yeah. secondary market, because people could be like, "Wow, you know, that's the first first release. It's got value on the secondary market. You're getting royalties from it." And I think there was that song. Obviously, I'm not a massive Justin Bieber fan, but that song was it, Baby or something. I mean, like Baby was a classic. Baby, one yeah. of his classics. Yeah, I mean, you're talking like billions of yeah. views, and if you had royalties on that song, which you could have done, yeah. you could actually make some decent decent income from it. So. The NFT, and, and also you can get value when the, you can plug into the smart contract when the NFTs are sold on the secondary market, the royalties, the artist still gets royalties. So Justin Bieber, you know, if someone bought it the first time, sells it now, they bought it for 200 pounds, now sell it, sells it for 10,000 pounds because of the royalties. Justin Bieber can still get a cut and you yep. get that lifetime value. So you can see how like token economics has a real impact. And it's the same for brands. If you look at like brands like Volkswagen, um, for example, if you buy a Volkswagen car, you can actually buy an NFT, but rather than having obviously royalties in music, you have shares in that company. So, and then you're more incentivized that, that to continue to buy Volkswagen goods. You hope they do well because now you have shares through the NFTs. So yeah. that's the kind of, the tokenomics I think is going to change the whole, how society works. So, yeah, I absolutely yeah. think there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff around NFTs, which I think, quite honestly, just it's not going to work just yet. Because there's, to use the analogy of the music example, this is going to interface with the reality of, of just copyright law and IP. And when you talk about things like royalties, when a record label has, there's a complicated legal structure which exists for all um, areas of, of the economy. So I think... What's interesting to me is the mechanics of NFTs are very exciting. And yeah. I think that the, the kind of the framework is tremendously exciting. And I think we could absolutely get to that point in the future where we do have a world in which you can almost bring or, or put a value layer over your brand. You know, for this is going to be on the, the first times in history where you can actually have a real stake or monetary stake in the value of brand, which is yeah. really valuable. I think in to kind of backtrack slightly with the, with the music example, I think for new artists coming through now who, who don't have a record label, who don't have the same uh, restrictions which many traditional artists have, I think this represents a really exciting opportunity for artists to, to, to kind of leverage the latest technology. And I think that what's going to happen over the next few years, there's going to be a lot of clashing of heads between legal, legislative bodies, government, uh, legal teams, uh, technologists, people who are into artists, and they're going to work out a system in which you can enshrine legal uh, uh, contracts through the mechanism of a smart contract in the blockchain. Because let's not forget, the value of a smart contract is only as valuable as, as the law behind smart contracts. So we can set up a smart contract tomorrow between me and you. It is a smart contract, but it's not legally binding because there's no legal jurisdiction for me to honour the smart contract. So I think the, the, the question is, it's not what can blockchain do? It can do so many exciting things that I think is going to change the world, is how, and I think the big question is, how are the traditional legal structures that we have going to adapt 
to this novel and exciting technology. And I think that's the debate to be had, and it's an exciting one. And it's actually happening now. I think we're going to be seeing a ton of movement in the legal space when you're going to have NFT, music artists going to court to, you know, to fight theft of digital assets. I think recently uh, an art, I, I, um, I've forgotten his name, a famous actor got his NFT stolen, his, his board ape nicked. And obviously he's trying to get some legal compensation for it. And that's going to be the interesting legal debate. So all of this is to come. But um, I think, yeah, it's an incredibly exciting space. Just uh, there's a lot of legal uh, yeah. legal roadblocks to go. Yeah. I think if people are thinking about NFTs and how they can market, like it's got yeah. to give people some value. Like, of course, it can't just be a piece of you know piece of art. It has to yeah. for most for most people it has to be like you can exchange this token for an event pass or yeah. something like that. But I really think the if you really boil down the value, and correct me if I'm wrong, like yeah. obviously if you disagree, but I think that under the layer of NFTs, yeah. really all it is is what we're talking about is contracts and social contracts. Like that's mm-hmm. really the. The, th- the thing behind it is that the blockchain has allowed me and you to enter into some sort of agreement without a middle person. Like we can just, um, everyone in this room or everyone watching, you know, through their blockchain, we can we can enter into social contracts, which yeah, can be currency, can be obviously like crypto. You know, we can agree that this is worth, a, Bitcoin is worth a certain amount and when we exchange it, it's worth a certain amount with no government or intermediary mm-hmm. to, to f- say, yeah, that is it. Yep. It's, it's the network and it's it's the individual's the network deciding that it's, it's mm-hmm. valuable. And then same for, you know, NFTs, NFTs too, like me and you, I could write a smart contract and we could, I don't know, uh, whatever, I don't know what kind of smart contract we'd, we'd enter into, but maybe it's like, you know, uh, we're going to agree to, uh, it, well, in the future it could be housing, like maybe me and you one day be like, you've got a house and we want to, you know, want to exchange and yeah. rather than go to like, you know, have all these intermediaries that have yeah. to define it. Me and you yeah. be like, look, I like the house. And you be like, yeah, yeah. I want to sell it. Mm-hmm. We can make the exchange and like, and, and then on the smart, on the smart contract, yeah. it's all verified and stuff like that. We don't, we can do stuff independently. We don't need, need that. And I think that's the, people get too caught up on the artwork and think NFTs is just weird pixelated art. And yeah, yeah some of it is, but it's really a social yeah. contract. I think that's a very good point. I think, um, I, that's why I think the mechanism is, is so, transformative yeah i think that the the big step for now mass adoption for all of this stuff is the legal slow legal shit to turn but that doesn't mean that that's nice not to say don't experiment with nfts because if you wait for mass adoption you're too late so i don't think that means you shouldn't do that what i think you can in terms of like applicable ways you can use nfts right now is i think when you start getting into like ownership of rights and when you start getting into kind of quite technical um, uh, areas of financial law or company structure or corporate law, then it, then maybe NFT campaign might be a bit ambitious at the moment. But you could use, and here's a very real app, because everyone's like, oh, what's the point of NFTs? What do they even do? They don't have any application. Absolutely, for some use cases, we're not there yet. But you could do a very simple thing for NFTs, and there are several things you could do right now. One of them is you could have a NFT which is primarily focused on giving people access to events. Very simple use case for NFTs. I think that's the easiest one. You can just create an NFT. You could mint several thousand NFTs, however many NFTs you wanted for your audience, create some really cool art series. And then that NFT would give you access to series of events. And that's a really cool novel way of, of exploring what NFT does. And people go, well, I can just use Ticket Tailor for Why do I need to do an NFT? 
That's because this is a very simple application of an NFT. Yeah. There's so much more you can build beyond that. You know, you could have an event experience. You could have beyond the event, you could have access to certain content. You could have, uh, you know, drops of tokens on top of that eventually. And I think as people dip their toes into this stuff, I think it's a, it's a, it's a multi-year pursuit to understand how this technology can help you create value in the digital space. And I think one of the, the really exciting concepts around NFTs is, is, is a way in which you can, you can essentially build a value layer over your community. Never before have we had a way in which we can build as easily a value layer over the community. You know, communities online now can, through tokens, through NFTs, become active investors into their own communities as well as being fans. So you are kind of hitting this from both ends. You know, if you're a fan of Disney, for example, you could have in the future, maybe a decade, maybe less, who knows, a way in which you can really become a fan of Disney, but also own some of Disney yeah. brand as well. And I think that's where, that's where the legal thing comes in. When we get to a point where there is going to be a, a melding of minds between yeah, you know, things like publicly traded stock share options and how is it intertwine into, into non-fungible tokens and how does that all work out? Very exciting road ahead, but yeah, it's, it's really, really, I think it's going to change the world. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. And yeah, if, yeah. if you subscribe to the thesis that, yeah, blockchain technology yeah. is is going to be a future, you know, a major future technology that yeah. you sh should be thinking about NFTs. And, um, you know, brands need to be seen as groundbreaking mm -hmm. and adopting new trends. And, you know, NFTs are rising popularity. Loads of celebrities are, are doing this. Yeah, so, so much to unpack there. Yeah. I think NFTs are incredibly exciting for the future. Watch out for our own series coming soon. Yeah, and make sure to like and subscribe to the channel for your weekly updates in the, in the metaverse. Until then, happy hunting. Mm -hmm.